Rock on Debate. Teaching policy, five basics you and your students can master with Coach Jeff Pope. Hey, debaters. Welcome to Rock on Debate, a one-clap speech and debate podcast, your source for quick tips, hacks, resources, and rockin' support to help inspire and assist debaters. I'm Lyle Wiley, your host, and your instructor for our first Rock on Debate series is Jeff Pope, Cheyenne East High School Policy Debate Coach. Jeff wants to help demystify policy and assure all of us, coaches and competitors alike, that policy is accessible, understandable, fun, and a debate format that should be thriving. In the first episode of the policy series, Jeff told us about how policy debate is really rather simple and accessible, something that resembles a process we engage in all the time. So on today's episode, Jeff is going to talk about teaching policy and five basics that students and coaches can master. Hi, I'm Jeff Pope. I'm the Cheyenne East Policy Coach. This is Teaching Policy, five basics you and your students can master. One of the myths about policy debate is that it's hard to learn, hard to teach, and hard to do. But it really isn't. And let me give you five easy ways that you can get involved as a coach or as a student. First, each side of the debate is actually really simple. The affirmative side of the resolution presents a case with a policy that says the United States federal government should do something related to the topic. Then the affirmative explains why haven't we done that policy before, why that policy is good, and why that policy will work. That's it. That's all you have to explain on the affirmative side of the resolution. The negative side is equally simple. You have to show that the affirmative is a bad idea. Either it doesn't work, it creates more problems, it creates additional problems, it doesn't fix the problems, or in some rare cases, it's already happened. Or maybe you've got another policy idea that will resolve the problem. But all you have to do is win one of those types of arguments to win on the negative. But again, at its core, very simple. Second thing, learn the topic, forget the jargon. You don't have to be a master of policy debate jargon or even the, the sort of nuanced aspects of each speech to be good at policy debate. You just got to learn the topic. Most debate rounds are won or lost based on who knows more about the topic and the arguments in that topic than the other team. And there's no barrier here. If you got Google, you can do it. Get online and research the topic and learn about it. Don't worry about trying to master the parts of a disadvantage or understanding what inherency is. If you can explain your argument better than your opponent, you have a chance in every single round. And you also have a chance to coach students to be successful. Third, get the arguments, then get the structure. Really, really important to not get caught up in how do I make an argument. Figure out what arguments you want to make. And there's a lot of online resources, for example, the Open Evidence Project, where you can get pre-written arguments. Just like when you learn the topic, learning your argument and being able to explain your argument is an important key to success that's going to take you a lot further than being able to identify an internal link, for example, in a disadvantage. Fourth, the format is a lot easier than you think it is. There's a lot of speeches and it takes a long time, but the format is pretty simple. 
There's constructives and rebuttals, and they really fall into three categories. The first speech is by each team. All you're supposed to do is lay out your side's argument. If you're AF, redraft case. If you're negative, read the reasons why the AF is a bad idea. The second set of speeches, sort of the middle part of debate, have two purposes. Build up your arguments, explain why they're true, and rebut whatever the other team said. Doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And then the final speeches in debate come down to really a simple idea. Pick the winning argument or arguments and explain to the judge why you've won them. That's it. Now, there's a lot more to it than that, but those are the fundamental concepts that if you get down, you can do policy debate. Finally, and I've already alluded to this, the jargon isn't that scary for two reasons. First, the jargon is relatively simple to figure out. And if you need help figuring it out, the Wyoming uh, State Speech and Debate Facebook page and the actual website has a glossary of, of terms for policy debate that you can use that have definitions. But I think second and most important is that the jargon doesn't win you around and it doesn't help you teach your students because jargon isn't persuasive. Being able to say solvency or intrinsic permutation, well, that sounds interesting, but no one votes for that. Being able to explain your argument in real terms with concrete ideas is how you succeed. And if you can do those five things, you got a shot in every round. That's more excellent stuff from Jeff that can really help coaches and competitors get started with policy debate. Look for episode three in Jeff's policy series for online resources to make policy easy. If you have an idea for Rock on Debate, shoot me an email at lylewiley at gmail.com or reach out on the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast website or social media linked in the show notes. Also check the show notes for some policy debate resources that Jeff's providing and some that I've tracked down. Check those out if you're going to be looking into policy debate. It might be helpful. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the One Clap podcast and watch for new episodes on One Clap, Rock on Debate, and Speech Love. Debaters, don't stop rocking. One Clap podcast.